Het is vir my altyd lekker om vir jou te sê, welkom in die kerk vanmorgen. You are so welcome, we've been blessed with beautiful rain, but all over our country it also did a lot of damage. So we also have to pray for those people who experience difficulties with uh, the flooding. But we are blessed with God's presence here today. And you and I can know that when we come with the right attitude, we will meet God and God will speak to us. So this is my lekker om vir jou op hierdie mooie reenerige sondagochtend in die kerk welkom te sê. Jy het die afkondigings gesien op ons um, skerm, ons thema vanmorgen gaan alles oor gezonde verhoudings wat wat die Heere van ons leer vanuit die berggerede. So our theme is healthy relations and we are going to explore that from uh, the Beatitudes of Jesus. I just want to add a name to the prayer request list this morning. I was just told by uh, the kids of Virginia Virginia's house that she lost her brother last night or yesterday. So we pray for the house mother Virginia and the loss of her brother and that God will console them in this time of mourning of a loved one. So ons sit Virginia's naam net by ons voorbiddingslys. Jy sien die ander name daar Dis altyd vir ons lekker om vir mekaar te bid. Want dan raak ons op so'n manier by mekaar betrokke. You see the birthdays, if it's your birthday this week, you are blessed because God loves you and He wants to invite you into all the grace and blessings of His life with you. Dis al afkondigings wat ek specifiek onder ons aandag wil bring. Ons leef in die, in, die, in die tyd van die kerkerlijke jaar wat ons sê epifanee en dit beteken God het vir, by ons kom verskyn soos een licht, soos ons kanselkleed ook sê. Ne? Die mooie, die ster, wat, die licht wat na hierdie wereld gekom het. So because we celebrate God's coming to us through His Son Jesus Christ in epiphany that we we celebrate. I want to ask Leonay LaRue to light our candle as a symbol that we live in this light and we also expect the light of, of Christ to come. So this light reminds us of the presence of God and we come into God's presence and we are led through scripture 
to enter in God's presence with a certain attitude. So ons aanvangswoord uit Psalm 119, the commencing word, gives us this promise. Dit gaan goed met die mens wat onberispelik lewe, die wat wandel volgens die woord van die Heere. Dit gaan goed met die wat sy verordeninge gehoorsom, en die wat met hulle hele hart sy wil doen. Joyful are people of integrity, Psalm 119 says, who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey His laws and search for Him with all their hearts. So if you and I come into God's presence with an openness to serve God, to find His will, we will be blessed. And therefore you and I are invited into the circle of God's blessings. Die genade, die liefde, die vrede, en die hoop van ons Heere Jesus is by jou. The grace, the peace, the love, the goodness and the hope of our trying God stays with you and me while we enter into his presence. Amen. Amen. So we can we can give God a a praise offering this morning. So ons praise lied is die prachtige unused day. Let us stand while we give God the glory. Yeah.
So ons het in Godse teenwoordigheid ingekom met die verwachting dat hij ons zal ontmoet in een van die mooie manieren hoe ons God ontmoet is om aan God lof en dankliederen te brengen. So as we dedicate, I praise and worship him to God, the connection with him becomes easier. Even in our personal lives, when we struggle, when, when it's difficult for us to connect with God, um, I once got this good advice that somebody just said. Just start singing in your mind a love song or a praise song or a worship song to God. And the connection will come. So now we hear the light is burning, the light of God's presence. We are here. And before we are going to dedicate ourselves to God, we give chance for our children, who normally goes to the children's church with Nikki and Benny. You may join them in the hall. Uns kinner So this morning as dedication, we go back and we try and, and imagine that we are in this situation. Moses is talking to the people of God. After he received the will of God um, in the form of two tablets, and those were the, the Ten Commandments, and now he speaks to his his uh, children, his fellow people of God, and he gives them this warning, or actually an invitation. Can you and I receive this invitation? Imagine we are there at the foot of the mount, 
mountain and Moses speaks to you and me. Deuteronomy, uh, uh, in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 30, sê hy, Ek het vandag die lewe en die voorspoed, die dood en die teenspoed aan jou voorgehou. As jy die Heere jou God lief het en sy wil doen, dier sy geboeie, sy voorskrifte en sy bepalings wat ek vandag gegeet te gehoorsam, sal jy lewe en baie word en sal die Heere jou God jou voorspoedig maak in die land wat jy in besit gaan neem. Om die Heere jou God lief te hee, om te gehoorzaam en om aan te hang, sal vir jou lewe gee, en jou lang laat woon in die land wat die Heere met die eet aan jou voorvaders, Abraham, Isaac en Jacob beloof het, om aan hulle te gee. Now, listen. Today I am giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you as you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep His commands, decrees and regulations by walking in His ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and occupy. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So this was the recipe for a prosperous life to choose to find God's will. And Moses, you know, he gives it to us today as well as a choice between life, and he means spiritual life, real life, life of connectedness with God, or death, which means a disconnection between you and God. So the invitation is, of course, we want to live. Nobody choose death. We all choose life. And now, what should you and I do? We just recommit ourselves again to this God, and we even know him better than Moses and them because we know him through Jesus Christ the Savior. So is there a certain part, a certain attitude, a certain area of your life 
that you want to recommit to God today. Is dat ook iets wat, wat die Heere vir jou vandag uitnooi en sê? Kom, gee die aspect van jou leven weer vir my. Kom, hierdie of hierdie het jy so lang verwaarloos. Hierdie of hierdie aspect het jy een bykie eenkant toe geskuif. En God wil dit weer in die centrum plaas van waar hy vir jou en vir my die lewe en die goedheid kan gee. Where do you and I want life again? Life in terms of a connectedness with God. Life in terms of direction. Life in terms of hope, of healing. We all differ, but this is what we can commit to God now. And I give you and me the chance to rededicate certain aspects of our life to God again. I give you and me moments of silent contemplation and dedication. Let us bow our heads. Amen. As vrede my pad uur die wereld verlig, as maarte my dreigde Antwoord ek vry, wat er laat my optref, dit is wel, dit is wel met my seel, dit is wel met my seel, dit is wel, dit is wel met my seel, when peace like a river end of my way when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well it is well of my soul he 
Thank you for the connectedness with you already this morning. Thank you for your presence, your presence in our lives personally, but also your presence communally in all of us who come before you this morning. Thank you that we may know that there is no area, no place that you are not. And we must admit that sometimes we do not recognize your presence when it seems dark in our lives. But you are there. And we know that spiritually and in our minds, but sometimes our hearts and feelings show us something different. Thank you that we do not have to depend on how we feel, but that we can depend on what we know. Jere, ons weet, is hier. En dis vir ons genoeg. En daarom kan ons met oortuiging sing. Dit is eigenlijk wel, dit gaan goed met my siel. Want ons beleid, dat ons nie aan ons self behoort nie, Heere, maar aan u. Dat u kom en op wonderbaarlijke maniere in die lewe aan ons verskyn. En as ons geestelike oor oop is, dan sal ons jy sien. En dankie vir die belofte. En nou is ons weer hier om uit die woord te lees, en ons is oop om die boodskap te hoor. Sien dit aan ons harte. Dit vir ons in die naam van Jesus Christus, onse Heere. Amen. So we continue, like last week, a bit on the Beatitudes of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 5, and this morning we read from verse 21 to 37. And it is all about how God's people should live in this life. So ons luister na die raad wat die Heere vir ons kom gee 
as hy met sy disciples praat en dan ook met jou en my vanmorgen. Jullie het gehoor dat daar van die oudheid af aan mense gesê is. Jy mag nie moord pleeg nie en elkeen wat moord pleeg is strafbaar voor die rechtbank. Maar ek sê vir jylle, elkeen wat vir sy broer kwaad is, is strafbaar voor die rechtbank. Verder, elkeen wat sy broer uitskel vir gek, is strafbaar voor die joodse raad. En wie om uitskel vir een idioot, is strafbaar met die helse vier. As jy dus jou gave na die altaar te bring, en dit jou daarby val, dat jou broer iets teen jou het, laat staan jou gave daar, by die altaar, en gaan maak eers vrede met jou broer, en kom dan, en bring jou gave. As iemand, een rechtszaak teen jou begin, kom betijds tot een skikking, solang jy nog saam met hom op pad hof toe is, zodat so hij hy jou nie voor die rechter bring, en die rechter jou aan die politie oorgee, en die jou in die tronk sit nie. Dit verseker ek jou, jy sal sekerlik nie daar uitkom, voordat jy die laaste cent betaal het nie. Jy het gehoor dat daar vir jylle gesê is, jy mag nie echt breek pleeg nie, maar ek sê vir jylle, elkeen wat na een vrou kyk, en haar begeer, het reeds in sy hart met haar echtbreek gepleeg. As jou rechter oog jou laat struikel, haal hom uit en gooi hom van jou weg, want dit is vir jou beter, dat net een van jou ledemate verloren gaan, as dat jou hele lichaam in die hel gegooi word. Of, as jou rechter aan jou laat struikel, kap hom af en gooi hom van jou weg, want dit is vir jou beter dat niet een van jou ledemate verloren gaan, as dat jou hele lichaam in die hel beland. Daar is gesê, elkeen wat van sy vrou sky, moet aan haar een skybrief gee. Maar ek sê vir julle, elkeen wat van sy vrou sky, behalwe oor overspel, maak dat sy echt breek pleeg, en iemand wat met een gescheide vrou trouw, Pleeg, pleeg ook echt breek. Verder het jylle gehoor, dat daar van die oudheid af, aan die mense gesê is, jy mag nie jou eet verbreek nie, en een eet in die naam van die Heere, moet jy nakom, maar ek sê vir jylle, moet glad nie een eet aflee nie, nie by die hemel nie, want dit is die troon van God, nie by die aarde nie, want dit is die rustplek van sy voete, Nie by Jerusalem nie, want dit is die stad van die groot koning. Jy moet ook nie jou kop op die spel plaas as jy eet aflee nie, want jy kan nie een wit haar of swart, haar, swart maak nie. Laat jylle ja, eenvoudig ja wees, en jylle nie, nie. Wat meer gesê word as dit, kom van die bose. You have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, 
you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the, the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So, if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar, in the temple, and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. When you are on your way to court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to an officer and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny. You have heard the commandment that says, you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You have heard the law that says, a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. You have heard, also heard, that our ancestors were told, you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Do not say, by heaven, because heaven is God's throne. And do not say, by the earth, because the earth is his footstool. And do not say, by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say, by my head. For you can't turn one hair white or black. Just say a simple, yes, I will. Or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. I read till verse this verse 36, we can carry on with this Beatitudes of Jesus, and it's very interesting, but let's consider some of the things that Jesus taught his disciples this morning. And let us be open to receive it as the gospel of the good news from God. Amen? 
Amen. Yeah, it's difficult when we read these things. Because it's like a punch in your stomach sometimes, isn't it? But it's, it's so wonderful that we know that Jesus is actually referring to all the laws, the laws that we also referred to earlier this, this morning, the, the Ten Commandments of uh, Moses. But then he says that he came not to dismantle or destroy those laws because that was the, the, the false accusations of the Pharisees and the scribes. They say, yes, Jesus is not living according to the Ten Commandments. And then he says, no, I help you to give those Ten Commandments its full meaning and even more. And this is why Jesus uh, puts it in this way. You have heard that it was said. Then he quotes a, a commandment. And then he says, but I say to you. And then he says even more difficult things. Because if you just stick to the, the letter of the law, then, then you can, can, can think, oh, I, 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 I am abiding and observing all of these rules. But Jesus says, no, I look further. I look into the center of your heart. I know the reasons why you act. And that's why he gives us these examples. So, Jesus leert for ons oor moord en dan verwijs hy na die seste gebod, hy wijst vir ons oor begeertes, ne, die gedeelte, en dat is die tiende gebod van hy verwijs, hy wijst vir ons oor echtscheiding, en dit verwijs na die sevende gebod, hy wijst vir ons oor, as jy eet sweer, dit verwijs na die negende gebod, dat jy moet nie val sweer nie, hy wijst vir ons na vergelding, en dis die achtste gebod. So, Jesus refers to all these, these teachings that, that were summarized in the law, the law that Moses brought. The sixth, the tenth, the seventh, the ninth, all these commandments. But what is the core? Because you and I can go into detail of all of this this morning, and that would be very interesting and maybe uh, that would be a, a long session. But let's start this just this morning to consider what are the principles that Jesus wants. He wants you and I to know when we follow him as the light that came to this world, what is the big change? And maybe we can summarize it in in one sentence like a sentence like Jesus wants us to have healing relationships restored relationships so this this eindelijk as ons sê wat sou die goue draad wees tussen hierdie spesifieke goed wat ons nou van al Jesus wat sê jy het gehoor dat daar gesê is maar ek sê vir jy al daai Wat, wat is die gouwe draad? 
dink wat die Heere wil hee, ek en jy moet vang, voordat ons ure in discussies met mekaar gaan, ja, maar is dit nou recht, mag ek nou maar sky, mag ek nie sky nie, mag ek met een gescheide vrou trouw en al die dinge, ek dink, dit is een interessante um, gesprek en bybelstudie wat mens op een sleep keer kan doen, maar, maar vir vanmorgen, wat is dit wat ek en jy moet hoor? Jesus praat van herstelde verhoudings. Hy sê eindelijk, daar is een andersoortige levensstijl wat geld in die koninkryk van God. Dat ons totaal anders moet wees en anders moet dink en redeneer as mense wat nie vir Jesus ken. So it's, it's not just merely about the outward acts, but it's, it goes deeper. It has to do with my heart the core of my living, my thoughts, because, for example, when he, when he says, you, you should not commit murder, but I say, if you just hate your brother in your heart, you already committed murder. So it's not just the physical killing of somebody, Jesus says, it's, it's me killing somebody in an unhealthy relationship. Let's think about that for a moment. We've got modern words nowadays. I don't know if you've been confronted with this terminology, gaslighting. Have you? Have you heard that, that one? This is the new buzzword of everybody. If you look on YouTube things or whatever, don't gaslight me, don't this, don't that. That that word means it is a tactic, and this is what Jesus is talking about. It's a tactic for manipulating people in a way to question your own reality. You second guess yourself. So people manipulate you and they're very clever, those people bully type of people. If, if you have a, a viewpoint or you, you firmly believe this and this happened, they make you so unsure that you, you, you start questioning yourself. You start questioning, am I really this? No, I'm a bad person. I'm terrible. That is gaslighting. That's a modern word of a false narrative people convey to you and make you feel so bad, you, you feel bad about yourself, you doubt yourself. That's gaslighting. And that's against this law that Jesus says. That is commit murdering, because what are you doing? You are accusing people falsely, and you manipulate them, you play with their mind games, you know, and we get that in a lot of relationships. That, that people play with your mind and then you doubt yourself. And then you start hating yourself, you start to dislike yourself, etc. That's bullying. This is committing murder, Jesus says. 
putting that false ideas in people's a tactic. Another example of today of unhealthy relationships is this new thing with young people and everybody, this cancel cal culture. Have you heard about that? You just cancel people, you know, as though you have the power to cancel people. I block this one from this and I cancel this one from that and, and things, I, I, I just carry on with that. Hierdie cancelleringsmentaliteit wat, wat in die wereld gekom het. Dis waarvan die Heere Jesus hier praat in die bergrede. Dis nie gezonde verhoudings nie. Hy wil hee uh, 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 hy, hy praat daarvan in die, in, die, in, die, in die letterlik in die vertaling, moet nie vir jou broer sê, hy is een raka nie. Die, die vertalings wat ek gelees het, het dit, het dit het gebruik ander woorde, sê, niks waard. Moet nie vir iemand sê, jy is een domkop nie. Of een idioot. So, so this word, literally, raka, that says, don't call your a brother or a sister of yours, Raka, that's the uh, Greek word that's been used there, and it means an idiot, somebody who's worthless, somebody who is dumb, without any standing. Somebody, and that's also a modern word, without any agency. Have you heard people talk about that nowadays? This and this and this don't have agency. So this is the modern way for us to sing in the choir of killing people. If you and I act like a bully, if we start gaslighting like, like the words coming to us, if we're part of a cancel culture, what are we doing? We are going against the kingdom of Jesus. And we are busy with unhealthy cancelling culture, a, a culture of killing people. So, and therefore, Jesus brings it back and he says, where, do, where, where does this, the change start? This change starts with you and me, the church people. That's why he he. He gives us the example. If you're on the way to church, if you're on the way to, to do an offering at, in the temple, but modern way, we would say, if you are on the way to church, or if you sit in church and you start praying, and you know that there's something wrong, there's a disconnectedness between you and somebody. He says, Leave that thing just there, go and sort that out first, and then come back. So, so the demand of Jesus is not easy. Why? He puts a higher expectation on his children, you and me, to be the examples in this world. We cannot just say, oh, we come to church and we this wonderful and we praise and worship in church and I'm so wonderful because I come to church. But 
I sing in the choir of the world by bullying people, like gaslighting people, like cancelling people. This is, this is the principle that Jesus is, is telling us. Then he says, with a brother of you, you both in the same church, whatever, you, and you on your way to court, then you work it out before you get before the judge. So this is just uh, an example of the high expectations that Jesus put on his children to make a difference in this world. He even goes so far to, to speak in, in a hyperbole, you know, that, 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 that terrible thing. If your eye is your problem, gouge it out, take it out, throw it away. It doesn't mean that literally. But he wants to convey the seriousness of to follow him and to be a change in this world. So, lieve broer en sister, het is makkelijk voor ons om hier in die kerk te sit en dan Wees ons vingers van daai een doen dit en die een doet dat. Maar Jezus praat hier met sy eie mense, sy kerkmense. Hy sê die mense wat hier bezig is met hierdie liturgie, hierso. Ek praat met julle. En hy sê, dan al hierdie dinge oor, oor uh, om jou oog uit te ruk, jou, jou rechterhand af te kap, hierdie dinge te doen. Because, what is it all about? And this is what you and I should get from these examples. It's all about respect and security in relationships. That is what we need. Isn't that the biggest need in this world? For people to be respected and for people to feel secure in relationships. Because this is not what's happening nowadays. How many people are married and in this marriage relationship they don't feel secured, they don't feel respected, they don't ex- uh, experience this is a safe haven, a place where I can go. How many people in their families experience I, I don't feel safe in this family because there's either bullying, either gaslighting, either all those things, cancelling culture that happens. So this is the golden thread between everything that Jesus here said here and he, he, he gives us examples to the extreme. Why? Because he wants to grab our attention. Dis ook om, as ons hier lees, as jou, as jou oog jou laat strykel, as jy nou, um, um, uh, uh, iemand anders, een vrou begeer, of wat ook al, dan sê hy, die extreme ding, kap jou oog uit, want hy sê, dis veel beter, dat een deel van jou lichaam daar onderlei, as wat jy jou jylle lichaam, en, en as hy van lichaam praat, bedoel hy eindelijk jou, jouself, dat jy nie in die hel 
belanden. So it's all about respect and security. And the other thing that he gives us in relationships is it should be a, re a relationship where we can rely on each other. This word betrouwbaarheid, reliability, betrouwbaarheid, let your ja, ja wees. People nowadays, they, they swear too quickly. Have you heard people in, in their talking? I swear this and this and this, and I swear that. Jesus says, don't use that word so easily. But let your yes be yes, and let your no be no. Act upon what you said. Be reliable. Be reliable people where the truth will set everybody free. Truthfulness and reliability. So this is what the Heere here for us bring. Because he Koninkrijk, sê hy, is a respect for alles. A respect for a totale lewe, for allemaal. En waar begin het? Respect for myself, but ek oordra on ander. Eder as conflict, eder as geweld, eder as die aanblaas daarvan. So it's all about respect for life of others and to not engage into unnecessary conflict, violence, or the instigation thereof. A life of respect, the recognition of others' dignity and the loyalty in relationships and to stick to the truth because he says, if we tell the truth, the truth shall set us free. So, we can go in all those specific examples, but I just wanted to, to paint with a broad brush the, the meaning of what Jesus is calling his people to be. Reliable trustworthy, truth seekers, all those things that build healthy relationships. And this, this the uitnodiging van die Koninkrijk van God. This what Jesus say. Jesus say for jullie fariseers en skrifleerders, jylle dink, jylle, jylle hou nie die uiterlijke deel van Moosese wette in stand. En dan beskuldig jylle my, sê Jesus, dat ek dit verbreek. Ek sê vir jylle, ek verbreek het nie. Ek gee dit die volle betekenis. En daarom, jylle het gehoor, maar ek sê vir jylle. So in terms of Jesus' words this morning. What have you and I, what, what invitation do we receive this morning? What have we heard? And what must change in our attitudes? Have you heard something specifically this morning, even from the scripture reading, even from the uh, contemplation afterwards? 
let's take that to heart and let's live in healthy, truthful, reliable relationships. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for His Word. Lord Jesus, we must admit that when we read this part of the Beatitudes this morning and your words, it was actually a punch in our stomachs. Because sometimes we think that we live according to your kingdom requirements. And we realize that sometimes we take part in gaslighting, in bullying, in cancel culture, in throwing away of people, ignoring people, not speaking the truth. Therefore we ask of you to help us to be very aware of building reliable, reliable trustworthy relationships, build on truth, build on acceptance, grace, and love. Ja, Heere, dit is wat ons vraag. Ons vraag dat ons so betrouwbaar sal wees, dat ons ja's, ja's, en ons nee, nee sal wees, en dat ons nie hoef met bymotiewe of met ander technieke mense te probeer oortuig nie. Help dat ons so betrouwbaar sal wees in ons verhoudings, dat ons bouwers van die koninkryk sal word. Dankie dat u ons daartoe uitnooi vanmorgen, en dankie vir die dinge wat u specifiek voor ons bring en vir ons weis. Ons loof u daarvoor en ons prijs u heilige naam. Amen. Our closing hymn is that beautiful prayer that you and I will be channels of God's peace. Mark my uh, a kanaal van u vrede jere. Let us pray this prayer together. God,
van God, mag die Heere jou liefde vir alle ander mense so laat groei dat het oorvloedig sal wees. So sal hy jou innerlijk sterk maak en jou onberusplik en heilig voor God laat staan wanneer hy vir jou en vir my weer kom haal. My Christ gel in your hearts Dwell in your hearts, dear children of God. Through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in God's love, may your love surpass all hatred and may you know that you are filled with the fullness of God. Amen. Amen.